Welcome to Scaffold's Podcast, a weekly roundup of the timely updates on insect and disease management, as well as phenological developments across New York State for apple growers. This is Monique Rivera, your host and assistant professor of entomology at Cornell Agritech. Co-hosting with me today will be Dr. Carrick Cox, associate professor of plant pathology, and Dr. Anna Wallace, fruit IPM coordinator. In this episode, I will cover three reasons to use horticultural oils this spring and a quick note on mating disruption. Kara Cox will cover the disease forecast for the week, and Anna Wallace will give the state-of-the-state update on regional developments in degree day accumulation and phenology. Most of the state is still at silver tip, and there is still time to get an early season oil applied. Three more reasons to consider applying this early season oil would be number one. If you previously have had infestations of San Jose scale or woolly apple aphid, this specifically targets them in the sensitive time before they establish for the season. Secondly, oil generally targets all pests that may have been overwintering in crevices of the tree. As broad spectrum products are continually removed from the toolbox, oil will continue to be an important tool in the general management of insect pests. Lastly, mite and scale population trends are typically not the same each year, and weather conditions are certainly among the most variable of factors in the pest scenario from one year to the next, and therefore, consistently applying an early season or dormant oil will help to manage that variability across the season. Also timely to consider is that if you're interested in implementing mating disruption for the various internal lepidopterans, it is time to get the pheromone dispensers and traps installed. It is ideal to do this pre-bloom. The degree days will accumulate over the course of bloom, and you will be able to catch and disrupt the first generation. Okay, you're just going to have Carrick this week, your tree fruit pathologist, and Liga is out on vacation. So I'm going to cover two different things today. I'm going to talk about the forecasting, and I'm going to talk a little bit about that early period of apple scab management from green tip to bloom. So let's talk about the weekly forecast first. All right, what do we have first? Uh, coming in at the Hudson Valley, it looks like we have a low infection period predicted for the 5th and the 6th. Weekly maturity is about 12% and about 8% weekly spore release. The trees are just at green tip or shortly after. If a variety is not at green tip, it's only going to be a degree day or two away. Um, if you have copper and you're using it at green tip, you're probably still safe to protect that new tissue from primary infection and we'll get rid of some of that inoculum from both apple scab and fire blight. That low risk period is coming up with about 8% ascospore release. It's not a heavy ascospore release maturity event. It's gonna be a light infection period for the most part. But if you haven't made a protectant application after the 31st, probably it would have been good to get one on by the 4th or before the any coming rain for the rest of the week. Similarly, Long Island is much further along. They're sort of having a more moderate infection period predicted, about 59% ascospore maturity and about 19% release. This is a heftier release. And they should be well into the past the time where you'd be applying copper for green tip. If you're starting to move from half inch green to the end of half inch green to tight cluster, you probably want to start moving away to some different options. And I'll talk about those very briefly in the green tip to bloom period as well. So we have a big moderate infection risk, about 15 to more percent ascospore release. So if you haven't got the, a nice protectant on after the 31st, it'd be good to get one on as soon as possible. So what about the other regions? The Capital Region, Lake Champlain, Finger Lakes, Wayne County, Niagara. 
They're not quite at green tip yet and they're very close, but you could have green tip on some of your cultivars. Even if so, the maturity is gonna be so low and the weekly release is gonna be so low that you really won't need to make a lot of applications for them. If you haven't done your spring urea or your silver tip applications, you know, get one of those on at your earliest convenience before the rain events, or if it's already raining, you just make one a little bit after and get yourself nice and prepared. Drop that fire blight and overwintering scab inoculum in those buds so that when green tip comes next week, you're all ready for it. And so with that, I want to talk a little bit about green tip to bloom management. Now, once we're finished with it, it's going to be advisable to start looking at fungicides for apple scab and time these to infection events that are predicted by the weather conditions. For any application, it's advisable to use a forecasting system, such as the one in NUA or RIMPRO or other model, AgRadar, whatever you like to use, or even just your weather app. Some of our new research that League has been doing suggests that you can do pretty well just watching the weather on your phone. Anyway, what the weather app won't do is it won't identify the ascospore releases and the potential infection events. You can use one of the models for those, but it's the best way to get the best bang for your fungicide investments. And so regardless of what apple scab forecast simulation you're using, you really want to really put your fungicides on for the biggest releases, those greater than 15 to 20% discharges. You can use lighter materials during the other periods, but look for those weather conditions that are gonna tell you about 15 to 20% ascospore discharge and you really target those. So as we start getting into the half inch green period, and we are probably there in many of the locations in the Eastern part of the state, but we're not even at green tap in the North, but once we start to move in there, it's gonna be time to kind of cease those high metallic copper equivalent copper applications. You can probably get away with it into green tip, but as you start moving deep into half inch green, you're gonna to want to pick a different protectant program. And one of the more popular ones is the Captan Mancazeb. You take the low rate of each and you mix them together. What this ends up doing, we call it Captazeb and it gives you excellent protection residual from the Mancazeb and all the redistribution properties of Captan. It's not gonna have post-infection activity, so get it on before those big discharge events. And if for some reason we get more than one and a half inches of rain or a one inch of rain within the next seven days, you might wanna put it on again and get ready. And as you're moving towards bloom, or if we have a lot of rain days in a row, it might be time to use one of a single site fungicide product, such as the, you know, a Sevia or a Luna Tranquility, Luna Sensation, Flint, Fontellus, Maravon, Sillet is a good option this time. And I'll talk about that briefly. Rally and Rhyme if you have powdery mildew, Inspire Super if you're more heavy on the scab, susceptible cultivars, Tesseris, Miravis, and Aprovia are all excellent products that one could use. So if you have one of these, they will do a little bit more for you as you get closer to bloom. They're going to have activity against powdery mildew, apple blotch, other fruit rots, diplocarpin, marcinina, those types of things as well. Some of these things, as we start to approach bloom, could cause a few latent infections. The Captazeb is not going to be as strong against these. At the same time, when you are going forward with your single sites, you don't want to apply them solely for post-infection activity. Instead, think about making the application between periods, focusing on protecting against the period with the biggest discharge, but maybe giving yourself a little bit of bonus kickback against the one that just happened. So you can look at situations where there's a big ascospore release forecast, like one that's 15% or higher, such as the one in Long Island this week. And it just had a little bit of rain the previous week. What you end up doing, if you get one of these scenarios, you take your single site fungicide, 
and you apply it, include about three pounds of Mancozeb. Many of the labels are going to ask for this. A Mancozeb 75, I always prefer the liquid Mancozebs as I prefer the liquid Captans. And you're going to see, okay, we just had a little bit of rain, and you see the forecasting period coming in the distance with a 15% more. Apply it about 24 to 48 hours after that last little splash or insignificant infection period, and give yourself about two to three days before the big one. In that scenario, the application will protect against the one coming forward and maybe give you a little bit of curative activity if anything slipped forward in the previous week, or if you have one of those really light, not really important ones. One of the best materials to use for this is dodine or psyllid. Now, we lost it in the 1970s, and it slowly became that our populations were selected for resistance to other materials, and dodine resistance has almost effectively disappeared from New York State. This is an excellent material to use, but you can only use it twice before pink. So if you do have a big one, like maybe that Long Island one, and you're allowed to use dodine on Long Island, that would be the time to, to give that a shot. Off the top of my head, I can't remember if psyllid's allowed on Long Island but it has a lot of other restrictions on it. Other good options to use would be the Aprovia and these type of scenarios, the Miravis, Deseris, Luna Tranquility, and Sevia, or Inspire Super, particularly if you're worried about scab. Those are some good ones. As we get into like bloom and partially into bloom, the different fungicides, single-site fungicides that have quinone outside inhibitors or strobulurins like Luna Sensation or Maravon are going to be really good because they're still much more effective against mildew. And they're going to be better choices in that area. And once you start to hit bloom, you can begin to think about mildew as well as dealing with apple scab and a bunch of these other things. Those strobulin or QOI fungicides can really help clean up that mildew as well as do a good bit of your scab, particularly those premix Luna Sensation Maravon type products as well. And that's all I have for this week. All right, we'll see you and we'll turn it over to the next presenter. And now for the state of the state. This is Anna. I'm getting over a little bit of a cold, so I hope you'll bear with my raspy voice. There are a lot of sicknesses going around right now, so I hope you're staying healthy too. Each week, I'll be providing a roundup of the degree day accumulations and phenology from the major production regions of the state. As always, this information I'll be sharing has been aggregated from regional specialists, including Mike Bastow, Janet Van Zorn, Mario Miranda Sazo, and Dan Donahue. It also includes my own observations and information collected from NUA. To start, what are degree days and what do they mean? In case you haven't been calculating degree days lately, or if you're new to the game, here's a quick reminder. Degree days are an indicator of heat accumulation, and they're used to estimate pest activity and plant phenology. As it warms up, things move and grow more. They can be calculated using different base temperatures, which just means that we start counting the heat accumulation only if we're above certain temperatures. Base 43, 50, and 55 Fahrenheit are all common base temperatures for early phenology and pest predictions. For example, the green tip predictions that we'll be talking about today have been used historically. Base 43 Fahrenheit is used, so we only count heat units if temperature is above 43. It can be calculated on a daily basis using daily average temperatures, or it can be calculated more precisely by creating a curve, such as the Baskerville-Emmon method, or BE. The good news is you don't have to calculate them. You can find the degree day accumulations on the NUA website for many of the locations throughout the state equipped with a physical weather station. The degree day calculator tool includes the accumulated degree days and the five-day forecast. If you're unable to find a nearby station, you can instead use the degree day calculator that's been created by the Climate Smart Farming Tool, which is a partner program at Cornell University. This tool calculates degree days using estimated temperature data. All of this information is on the NUA website and linked in the show notes for you. 
So the early season phenology predictions are in. Each part of the state has been making predictions for green tip. They appear to be a day or two sooner than predictions made earlier this year, but still we're averaging a little bit later than last year. Usually, green tip occurs after approximately 99 to 144 degree days base 43 Fahrenheit have accumulated since the beginning of the year. This is based on historical averages for Macintosh, which tends to be a couple of days earlier than some of our other major varieties like Gala, Honeycrisp, Fuji. In the Hudson Valley, which is the earliest along, obviously, um, trees are at approximately 50% silver tip, 50% green tip, with considerable variability between locations, blocks, and varieties, as we can expect. This is about five days behind normal. In the Lake Ontario region, green tip is expected as early as April 11th or 12th for early varieties near the lakeshore, and April 14th to 15th for later varieties. Sites farther inland are expected to be a couple of days behind. In Saratoga County, some of the orchards are reporting silver tip now, and green tip is expected in the next week, and that's fairly close to average. In the Champlain Valley, trees are mostly dormant still, although a couple of silver tips can be found in earlier varieties. The cooler weather we're expecting for the next few days can keep things that way a little bit longer. In each part of the state, green tip predictions are being made. They appear to be a day or two sooner than predictions made earlier this year, but we're still averaging a little bit later than last year. Usually, green tip occurs after approximately 99 to 144 degree days base 43 Fahrenheit have accumulated since the beginning of the year. This is based on historical averages for Macintosh, which tends to be a couple of days earlier than some of our other major varieties, including Gala, Honeycrisp, and Fuji. The degree day accumulations across the state as of the end of the day on Tuesday, April 4th, are Geneva 77, Highland 176, Clifton Park 81, Peru 29, Waterport 50, Williamson 63. And that concludes this week's updates. We hope you enjoy this format of communication, and we hope that you'll provide us feedback on the format over time. Thanks for listening. Thank you.